0: With Alan Moore.
1: It's 8 pm in Moscow, 5 pm in Dublin, and the year 1840 in parts of England. It's Wednesday night, and that means capital sports. I'm Alan Moore.
2: I'm Mikhail beach Bechkova. And across
1: the desk from us is Ms.
2: Ollie Knight. Lovely. <laughs> and
1: we have a cracker of show for you today with all the news, views, reviews and previews from around the world of sport and another World Cup Qualified Nation profile. Last week we had David Sakata who gave us the lowdown on Panama and Peru. Tonight we have the legendary Egyptian sports journalist Eslam Magdi who will give us the low rundown on his country as they return to the World Cup for the first time in 28 years.
2: The draw was made on Monday for the European Champions League knockout stages. So we'll look at them, especially as we have four Russian clubs involved.
1: Yeah, a very a nice or nice draw for Loco. And uh, Zenit are about to turn green. And of course, the Russian Premier League that ended for a few months. So we have to see now how that's sitting.
2: The English Premier League, more twists and turns and a bad day for Man U.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Mourinho's first loss, it was like, uh, someone just said to me this evening um, that it was the most boring game of the year so far that it was. So, yeah, it's the
2: end of the year as we had the last game of Loco, I
1: know, but still United were bad. I mean, it was, uh, so it was the first time that Mourinho has lost a, a league game on a Sunday after 105 games so that was pretty that was really bad shocking so on we go we have a mega special guest Um, of course I said like our call to Islam, and we'll check in on the KHL which is on a little bit of a break today Um, oh and we have a a very very short Olympic update and a little bit of look at Gridiron Uh,
2: so let's do the Russian Premier League first
1: yeah okay let's do it nice and quickly Uh, so uh, last ga- last weekend of this uh, year for Russian football uh, Sunday it was a derby day in Moscow and Spartak they came flying out of traps and won 3-0 scoring that third goal in the 98th minute uh, great recovery following their destruction in Anfield last week uh, now that win that has lifted them above Zenit uh, or had lifted them above Zenit into second little Monday night and then of course Zenit drew with Akhmat down in Grozny uh, however Spartak are the second best team in Moscow with Siska they drop now down to fifth Dinamo. they their end of term cards is pretty good because they have revived quite well. They've continued with a 2 0 win in Himpke against Angie and they have crept just out of the relegation zone and into 12th place.
2: Well, to stay top as everyone hibernates and uh, will hope they will be five or six. Five of six.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so as in.
2: Five of six teams who are top at the winter break win the league.
1: That's true, because four of the last five teams have uh, won the league after topping the table at the winter break. Okay, so with Zenith and Spartak, they are now eight points. They are locked together in kind of a joint second behind Lokomotiv. Krasnodar, they're a further point back in fourth. And Siska they are down in fifth, but ten points behind the leaders. Now, the champion is going to come from one of those five teams. Uh, However, Loko do have ten games left and five of those at home. And they will start the final lap, as we know, in March at home to Spartak Moscow so we can expect that to be sold out and unless Spartak will win- there yeah, we will be there, of course we'll be there, yeah. And I think actually our boss will be there as well. Like He, he said, he promised me he'll be there. Uh, so, uh, massive. <laughs> That'll be huge for us, huge for us. So uh, unless uh, Spartak win that when they are dead and buried. So it's a massive 10 games for Loco. And as Eric Stoffels has told us, it'll be very interesting to see what's going to happen if Loco are still top when they meet Zenith in their penultimate game, that's the second last game, on the weekend of May the 6th at the Day Arena. And that's going to be very, very simple and special.
2: What do you think? Have they a chance they seem to have an easy run in.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, wow. you nailed So kind of, yeah, they they do meet Crasentar in the actually, third game. But I hate game.
2: this word.
1: An easy run I know there's no easy games in football. That's true. That is Anywhere. true. Anywhere. Anywhere, exactly. Because yeah, I mean, I won't bring it into. Like, <laughs> I know that when people say like, "Oh, you have an easy fight" or whatever, like, I always, well. I
2: hated this. You know, oh, you have such an easy draw, and then like, first much you're down <laughs> exactly
1: you feel destroyed like you know when you're when you're expected to win and stuff. but locomotive they are underdogs so let's let's see what we're going to do so uh yeah so it could be a very very happy new year for loco and loco fans
2: uh, your tip were a bit off this week in England. I was checking up results Monday.
1: Yeah, so. well, I, listen, I, I did say that both teams would score in Anfield, so if you did both teams to score, then that was okay. But I did think Liverpool would just nip it, but it finished 1-1. Wayne Rooney scoring that penalty against uh, his uh, well hated red rivals from across the city. West Ham they shocked Chelsea. I didn't see that coming. They won 1-0. So a great job by David Moyes. It might just get the team moving a little bit, uh, though it is early days. The Manchester derby, as I said already, was well it was average. with some good chances and so on was like pretty terrible uh supposedly a row broke row row a row, a row <laughs> broke out i came, I mixed up my english words today so a row and a row a row row row, row, <laughs> row yes yeah. so they row row their boat into a big fight in the tunnel after the match um but the, the match is terrible so city won that 2-1 and still unbeaten and they were good value for the win
2: okay we're back to Mourinho. is it now the end for him
1: um, I know you and Ollie have been pushing that narrative for a while. Um, especially when we, we had push. Andrew Flint. I, well, you know you've been trying to. This is how it starts in the media. I'm a pusher. Okay, I just <laughs> you've gotten red just by saying that wrong. Well,
2: because <laughs> I was trying to make a joke, oh. you
1: know. For sure. I oh, was okay. good. I was good Oh, okay. All right, let's move on very quickly and just not let this descend in too fast. So, <laughs> City have won 14 games in the league in a row, they stretch a lead at the top of the table to 11 points but that doesn't excuse jose's bad uh, performance and a friend of our show Arman, uh, he said that there's not a single player in that current manu team that we get into great teams of the 90s or even the early 2000s there's just no real kind of like spark there's no you know midfield general midfield warrior like there was to say when roy Keane was there or skulls was there so you know it's, it's very difficult to be critical of the manager because he has won everything everywhere he's gone um i don't know he's he, he's he's done well with them and I do like Jose I think he's a real manager Uh, he will be uh, actually working here in Russia for the World Cup but um, I don't see United improving with him in charge
2: Okay so Arsenal also drew so United could could have gained against all their rivals with even a draw.
1: I know, and actually our guest coming up is an Arsenal fan. Uh, our, our guest in the second half of the show is an Arsenal fan. So, yeah, like uh, United could bounce back. Tonight they are playing Bournemouth at home. They're up from the south coast for a visit. Three points are must for United. Uh, Swansea, it's a clash of... In Swansea, it's a clash of cities. The home sign facing Manchester. But the match of tonight... Also on at 11 o'clock tonight here in Moscow time is at the Olympic Stadium, where West Ham, they'll be looking to dent Arsenal's title charge even further. Now, the Hammers do need to depend on others above them to slip up, though a win could or should get them out of the drop zone. Uh, also, Liverpool will look to try and get back into Champions League cont- contention when they play West Brom tonight at Anfield. So, yeah, so they really need to win to that one.
2: And they come thick and fast now, matches, I mean.
1: Yeah, very, very true. Yeah, I mean, like this weekend, of course, there are games coming up. Manchester United, Manchester City are playing Spurs. That's a day. 30 Moscow time on Saturday. Um, Spurs need to win that one. Uh, Chelsea play Southampton on Saturday as well. That's quite a, an interesting one. And, of course, Arsenal play Newcastle United at home at the same time at uh, 6 o'clock on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, so there's going to be crucial. couple of games for the Gunners.
2: Okay, Gunnar's hammer's not quite as good as the American.
1: Yeah, it's names. a little bit boring. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah so not that well, funny. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so we're going to see what's going to happen this weekend with uh, both United and Liverpool as well. In uh, in well, yeah, they're in action this weekend.
2: Bournemouth have Liverpool down for 7:30. Really On interesting Sunday. to see those matches.
1: Exactly. United as well at the Hawthorns and play the Baggies. Uh, oh, listen, last night there was a game, a big win for Chelsea at Huddersfield, 3-1, uh, and a win for Burnley over Ivan Korsh's Stoke City, which means right now, Burnley are in fourth place and in the final Champions League qualifying spot. So great respect to Burnley, though I do Don't see them continuing that uh, spot right now, uh, you know, well, tomorrow morning or even later on tonight. Well, tomorrow morning, Moscow time. So we are ready to go to the phones right now or to the phone right now. We have uh, a a brilliant, brilliant Egyptian journalist, uh, Eslam Magdi, and uh, he's in Cairo. And we're going to check in on the pharaohs and see how Egypt are shaping up for the World Cup. Eslam, welcome to Capital Sports. Welcome. Um, hello, Alan, and I hope you're fine, and I hope everyone with you and the listeners are fine too. We are. Listen, uh, what's the weather like in Cairo right now?
3: You know, it's it's, it's in, in in Egypt. Uh, we're dreaming about it, uh, and now we are thinking about all the cup. We are waiting; it. They are counting, we, we, we
1: are counting the days until we're playing all the cup. Great. Listen, I me. Mean, okay, so uh, I just asked you as well, what's the weather like in Cairo right now? They're waiting until the rain's going to come. Yeah, they're waiting. The rain's going to come. Ah, okay, I didn't hear. Okay, so listen, Eslam. Uh, first question for you. Uh, so it's the first World Cup we in twenty-eight can bring you years some from Russia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so first World Cup in twenty-eight years. Uh, so for for Egypt, who are a very very strong country in football, it's not good enough. So why was there such a long gap in World Cup appearances? You know, it's it's
3: a very a very long list of, of, of reasons. You know, in Egypt we were lacking for planning uh, for for the players who are um, top class that playing in 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 you know and for uh we have we, we already had uh, Muhammad Abu Treika and Muhammad Barakat Haj Imam uh, Ahmed Tasmidi but we we only having a very less of, of the, the players who playing abroad. You know, only Amos Samudio and having Imam were playing abroad. Who we were playing and and uh, who we were playing in 2002 uh, qualification and in and 2006 we were lacking also for this first uh, 2010. We we were lacking to uh, the the professional players who can play or over, or over, make over us to the cup. The cup. We were always uh, having a barrier against the World Cup. Uh, always lacking for the experience that could lead us to the World Cup. Always thinking that we cannot make it. And then it is becoming, I believe, with us since 2006, we, it's a belief in us we won't ever play in the World Cup again. Oh, my Until God. we have this... Uh, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. We we, we are now um, in 2016 and 2017, 2018, uh, we, we having against uh, Hector Cooper. And he, uh, he, he okay, people,
2: is, is, uh, Islam, you're on the way to Russia now. Just how tough was it in qualifying?
3: Uh, it's uh, very tough, you know. It, it's, it's the idea in Africa, that, uh, you, you don't know the teams very well. You think that you know the teams, but all other teams were having a very top professional uh, player, you know, Etto and, um, and the Cameroon national team, Kudivar and uh, the top players. player. Egypt, yeah, they have a top, top players, but, but they all in the Egyptian Premier League and the Egyptian
0: Premier League is not only uh, that
3: will take you
1: to the other cup. You need more than this. Well, and I mean, that's, you have that's, that's what you have, Islam. Now, in, in the Egyptian side, you have some real, genuine international talent. like Not just Mo Salah, of course, of Liverpool and Mohamed Neni of Arsenal, uh, but you've got some really, really class youngsters like, uh, say, uh, Karim Hafez in Launce in France and Mahmoud Hassan in Anderlecht. Uh, so it's a great mix. So you must be confident of doing well in you in Russia next year. You've qualified. So do you reckon that you'll be able to go and compete? Yeah, yeah, we, we are going to compete. We are in Egypt.
3: Even the fans refusing the idea of you are just going there to play the three games and go back. No, they, they, they want to go. Even, even our coach, where we're asking about playing the final, the World Cup. So we, we are thinking to, to proceed in the, the competition and there to be a compatible team. We do have a very good player in every single uh, position in the, in, the, in, the, in the field. So we have very top players. We have Mohamed Salah, Mohamed Ola, Ahmed very tell yeah.
2: us what to expect and who to watch out for the next year.
3: I think we, in the next year we, we are going to compete. We, we at least we will proceed to, to the next stage uh, round of 16 and playing very good. Uh, we, we, we intend to play a very good football there, not, not a defensive football only.
1: Well, I mean, that's important as well because I remember when Egypt uh, last played, played of course, Ireland in 1990 in the World Cup in, in Italy. Uh, it was a kind of a very... Almost like it. It was a very good Egyptian team, but quite naive. And that World Cup, of course, was terrible and well known for that. It was very boring uh, football. But with those players, do you think that they will be able to cut loose in Russia next year? Will they have the confidence to just step up and you know brush all of uh, all aside? You know that that's a very good uh, question.
3: We, 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 uh, that year, 1990, we were lacking to experience. Uh, we were too naive and we were dealing with the World Cup that we, second time in the history, we are playing with. We only want to score a goal and go to the third plate. But now, the players and the, the, the mentality, will, it's too different. They are thinking to proceed in, and they are thinking to marketing themselves as to, to play for top, top teams. So they are thinking more about the, the competition. They, they want to compete, not only to participate. And that is the idea. They they are thinking in a different way now.
1: Listen, Eslam, thank you so much for that. And that is, it's refreshing to hear that and that's the right attitude to have to come in not just to come, just to be here to take part, but to actually go and compete. Eslam, thank you very, very much and uh, I'll drop you a line during the week. Thank you again. Thank
2: you. Thank
1: you. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was Esla Magni, of course. From uh, he's the well number one sports journalist in Egypt. That's great to hear about that. Egypt are going to come over because I have to say that uh, in 1990 they were in many ways cheated out of the World Cup, and I'm I'm ashamed to say that it was by Ireland and Holland. So <laughs> yeah, it was terrible because uh, the game. Uh, they were playing two parallel games or two games at the same time. The they were playing as England. The, ga- the game was delayed starting, or sorry, the Irish game was delayed starting because of a, a thunder and lightning storm. And um, so then we needed the results What we needed to do. So once it was a draw between us and Holland, we went through. I need you to point out. So we played for a draw. It was terrible. Uh, okay, so we're going to go out on a song, which a lot of people who remember when the English Premier League started up, it was used as the anthem for the English Premier League on Sky. Uh, it's still played all around the place. And when you kind of like, you know, if you're in the Right now, just like sort of sit back and listen. It's bringing us right back. This is a classic of classics. This is Simple Minds and Alive and Kicking. Capital Sports
0: with Alan Moore.
1: You turned me on. What's it going to do when it all breaks up? What's it going to do when the love comes down? What's it going to do when the flame's go up? Who's going to come and turn the tide? What's it going to take to make a dream survive? Who's going to time to cover a storm inside? Who's oh, going to save you alive and kicking?
0: Who's you alive and kicking? приложение в Нева Towers Одном из самых известных комплексов Москвы Теперь к потрясающим видам на столицу Мы предлагаем отделку апартаментов Европейский дизайн и ведущие мировые бренды Все будет готово для вашего комфорта Только в декабре при покупке апартаментов Отделка в подарок Апартаменты в Неватауэрс с премиальной отделкой Вот это подарок Какой у них там номер? 499-300-0303 Проектная декларация и подробности акции На сайте nevataurs.ru ООО ООО «СТ Тауэрс» Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
1: Okay, we're back live and loud from the Capital FM studios here in Moscow this Wednesday night with less than two weeks to go until Santa arrives. And of course, we have a present to give away today, so I'll be in the role of Santa Claus. Ollie Knight, what are you expecting in your stocking?
2: I'm afraid that the thing that I'm expecting will not fit into a stocking, so.
1: (laughs) You need to go to the gym tonight then.
2: Oh, thanks. That was No, <laughs> you
1: said you. Okay, okay, go on ahead.
2: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Nothing. You've gone very red. Okay. Always,
2: Alan, with look at yourself. Okay. Look at
1: yourself. Okay, Catherine. What are you hoping comes down your chimney?
2: I even don't want to announce anything now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> You're going with all this stuff, hmm. mysterious, ah, oh, mysterious, yeah, intrigue. I no, think it, ser- no, seriously, I don't know. I'm expecting even more new things. Like because this year was like rich with. All new stuff and all new crazy things and I really enjoyed okay I was tired but 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 really enjoyed next year probably goes even uh, better and I also actually I expect our like stand-up show and locomotive gets better and more more famous yeah I think so too well (laughs) we're
1: getting there we are getting there I mean the, the people are flocking to us we're getting guests Improving all the time, getting better, and we're having more fun. So, uh, we always
2: have fun, come on. It's not about fun, that's true. We do have fun no
1: matter what. So, okay, we have a very, very we want you, we want questions sent in. We have, of course, Alec Taktarov, who's going to come on just in a a moment or two with us. Uh, so, best question to Alec, okay, who, of course, is the UFC MMA and acting legend. So, the best question will win a 2000 ruble voucher, uh, courtesy of Capital FM, Capital Sports. And Katie O'Shays. So two thousand rubles. So the best question on plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three. Did I get that right, Ali?
2: Yes, absolutely right.
1: Excellent. Okay. So okay, talking about Christmas, it came early for Russian clubs uh this week, or so at least match TV were telling us, with all four clubs competing in the Europa League round of thirty two next February. So all eyes were on the important draw, which of course took place after the Champions League one
2: now i have to think about what 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 i want for christmas <laughs> <laughs> but zenith might have gotten the best gift glasgow celtic come to st Pete on february and uh, we'll bring lots of scottish and irish fans with them and you'll go too with andrew McLean.
1: Well, I'm accredited for it, but probably not because uh, even though I'd like to, you and I would be in locomotive that night yeah, at yeah, yesterday's arena. Yeah, I forgot duty. about the dates. Yeah. The same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, so locomotive uh, <laughs> they drew Nice from the set of fans, which is hmm, quite a decent draw. Sisca uh, Moscow they drew Red Star Belgrade, and this might be an issue as there are a bit some uh, idiots writing forth especially on social media, uh, from Red Star Spartak parts and Sisca. Why? Up. Why is that? Well, basically, Red Star and Spartak, they have a kind of an agreement, a bit of a love-in going on. Siscon and Spartak, kind of the same. Um, So, because it's like international partnership or friendship. So, they've been kind of throwing shapes and saying, hey, you know, we're so cool, we're so cool. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, Spartak, they could not have asked their better opponents and they should roll over them.
2: So, what about the local draw? Good?
1: Well, look, it is hard to tell, and any French <laughs> yeah, club. always, I know. Yeah, you know, and the French though, mm-hmm. they are always going to give a good account of themselves. Uh, and Loco will be coming in from the cold, literally. Uh, but they have enough to get a result in France and then finish them off at the air, they? Uh Getting into the last sixteen would be great for Loco. Uh, well, actually, for all the Russian clubs. But you know, do Loco really need a hassle when they're fighting for the league? Um, Zenny could go out, um, so that means they'll have an advantage over Lokomotiv.
2: And Sparta got a- Athletic Bilbao, so they should go through too.
1: Yeah, I mean they're the weakest of the Spanish clubs. Uh so if Cisca and Spartak if they are fighting on two front well, three fronts for Spartak because they're still in the cup, uh so if they don't go through, if Loco don't go through, it's not the worst for them.
2: And what dates are the games on?
1: Very good point and good question. Thank you, Oli. <laughs> so, Cisca, they are first into action on the 13th, they're away. And then they're home on the 21st of February. Spartak, they are home on the 15th and away on the 22nd. And it's a reverse, of course, for Loco and Zenit, who are away on the 15th and home to 22nd, which is why which is why I would not be going to St. Uh, Petersburg.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay, we have to mention the Champions League. Even if it is not... So important for Russian clubs.
1: Yeah, it's not important for me as well. But anyway. Yeah, <coughs> so <laughs> well, it's we still do. Interesting. We do. And there is that big match. Chelsea are playing Barcelona. Uh, it's going to be full of like a real, real fight after the, one of the last ones they met. Um, so that's the tide around. Liverpool, they drew Porto of Portugal. So nice one there for the Reds. Manchester United also have an Nigerian side. Uh, they're playing Sevilla. That's a little bit tougher. Man City have played Basel. Tottenham have Juventus. That's a really tough one. But the biggest match, the blockbuster, without a doubt, is. Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain. Ah, that yes, is huge. That's also
2: a true fact. That could have been Spartak playing Manchester and Cesc against Man City.
1: I know that would have been brilliant. <laughs> Imagine like that would have been huge for Moscow building up to the yeah, World exactly. Cup. Um, you know. Anyway, it would have been brilliant. So, okay. okay right. look.
2: Dreams, dreams, dreams. Exactly.
1: So, we're going to ask ask, ask our uh, studio guest about the Arsenal drawn Europa League because, of course, <laughs> they could be playing in Moscow in the next round if they win through their round of 32 match. So, he is one of the top 10 fighters in the history of USC. Uh, he was there at the very, very start of it. He is someone who uh, was named the Russian Bear simply because. The other nickname would have been the Russian Vodka, which doesn't sound good for a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> or cold. Or cold, the Russian cold. So we are very, very honored to have in the studio with us tonight. Mr. Alec Taktarov. Alec, welcome. Very, very yeah, how welcome. Are
0: so so, how are you? So, uh, how are you guys doing? I mean, I haven't been speaking since uh, April. Whoa. So you, so you got to forgive me. you got uh, you got some great uh, interviewers here just right before me. Oh, no, no, yeah,
2: no. <laughs> you're, go- you're
0: making Don't our night, Alec.
1: You're making our night. And even because no one's going to criticize you because they're afraid. So <laughs> we're <laughs> not going to say... X you're point, not speaking yeah. well. You're doing great. So listen, you were there to start of UFC. Um, how has it changed? And has it changed for the better, in your opinion?
0: I guess it's more money. <laughs> That's number one. I mean, it's, uh, it's became worldwide uh, popular and... Uh, Became actually sport before it was a more of a show, a crazy show, but still show. Uh, people were looking at me like I'm from another planet back then. Now uh, they call me legend, but uh, before it was wow, he's really human. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? No, yeah, I mean, especially when you go to Dallas or some other places. I mean, since you're a champion, since you're a celebrity, you would be invited in some. Uh, Dallas version, high-class uh, houses, oh my god.
2: So this was your ticket to the acting career, like the no, first your ticket, biggest dream, no?
0: My ticket to acting career was my hard job, my hard study at the Playhouse. Really? That's it, done, that's nothing else.
1: But this is, I'm going to come back on to that right now, because your dream from childhood was to be an actor. That's what you wanted to be, always.
0: Uh, not from childhood, I guess just somewhere like uh, after ARMY. Really?
1: Oh, well, basically, well, after your teens. So, I mean, that was your, your dream to, to be an actor.
0: Yeah, but I had uh, some silly dreams. I, uh, <laughs> I wanted to be action star. So, you know, when I when I came to the United States, uh, I met a few people uh, who are my uh, my idols, in a way, and they just went from upper stage to lower stage, just like in a minute.
1: No way. Yeah, How cool. uh, why, why is that?
0: Why is that? Uh, just, uh, you know... I know what legend is, I know what's the real uh, hero, I know what's the real human, somebody who you can look up to, I mean, those guys are very humble, they're very intelligent, like, for example, when you, you're talking to Spielberg about movies, you think you are Spielberg. So you give him all information, and he's just uh, like an ocean, just, uh, rivers uh, goes into ocean, not vice versa, so you're <laughs> a river, and... Uh, same thing, you know, when people talk to me about martial arts, I mean, I usually just quiet, I, I I don't need to say much, I can tell about the person, his background, after a split a second looking at him.
1: Really? what can you tell about my background with my nose uh, <laughs> my so scars let's, my face. let's
0: talk about football
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see? Oh wow Let's yeah, get back to your career
2: I was yeah
1: okay. <laughs> I mean you know whatever Yeah that's okay
2: <laughs> That's what the not like but I have Smash Yeah
0: this year I'm not gonna watch much uh, uh, prim- uh, Premiership uh, League because Arsenal is playing I mean they're, 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 they're still exciting but they're just making mistake after mistake and I, I can't watch it my heart you know about to break every time they start losing. Is
1: it is it time for Arsene to move on?
0: I mean, it's been probably like five years ago, maybe six years ago, time to move on. Yeah, because uh, um, I, I was finally checking his career. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, uh, he's... I mean, it's okay, I guess, if you've never been a really good football player. It's okay. But, you know, you're still French. Although you're from the... German part of exactly yeah you're yeah, still French so yeah. it was a joke when at the movie uh, it was a uh, actually English DP was telling the joke and uh, they were shooting a German movie with the German extras and they were too brave and like he was telling them hey guys I mean don't be too uh, active I mean just try to hide try to be safe and they' still being over brave and there was one sentence. Fight like French, <laughs> so they did the right, <laughs> and they right move from the first day. Well, I mean, I mean, in all
1: fairness, I mean, Wenger—he's built a great career. He's won everywhere he's gone. But you know, I know a lot of Arsenal fans were calling for him to go out. But then, when I look at Alec, um, from my point of view,
0: he's done well to keep
1: the club profitable.
0: Well, uh, he still hasn't got the great players. I mean, they, they, they do exciting football. Yeah you don't watch them <laughs>
2: but,
0: but, but, my question but why arsenal cuz uh, i say when?
2: Why, why why arsenal, arsenal?
0: Yeah. why arsenal why are you i have of no idea why maybe because i played there <laughs> during, uh, because i huh. start watching football because of their that the uh, best season when, uh, they doing beatables. When, when they were unbeatable when they were unbeatable yeah i was in india speaking indian english <laughs> and then i became a fan <laughs> and i became a fan we were watching we uh, were at, uh, at the o- ocean at the fish restaurant and the first time i watched food, real football and i enjoy actually i enjoy romantic uh, fan story <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i enjoy patrick Vieira more than anybody else at that time
1: no he was he was he was a i mean but that was a great team they had with like a, they,
0: they had every every person was a great player but patrick was amazing he did a probably 50 percent of a job in my opinion in the most important matches it, this is something that i i feel is
1: lacking in football right now because you had Vieira. In Arsenal, you had Keane at Man United. I mean, those kind of players carried it because they could win the ball, they could pass the ball, but they were leaders.
0: Yeah, they had so much passion. They were not thinking about, uh, okay, I'm going to get injured, I'm not going to be making as much money as I was making before. So the, the, the passion, that's what makes you a star. I mean, those guys do not understand. I mean, someday they're going to retire. Someday they'll look back at their career and what they're going to remember. I mean, here I didn't have enough balls. I mean, here I no willpower. <laughs> here I was yeah, such a true.
1: Pussy No, but you have to, like, that's the one thing that, like, I mean, okay, with many players, like, say, Roy Keane, he's now got a, a hip Roy replacement. Keane. Like, a legend. like
0: Hip, <laughs> I mean, how many players had a hip and knee replacement after being... <laughs> playing uh, against him. <laughs> uh, well, well, okay, that is another thing. <laughs> Many players, like, you
1: know, end up with broken legs <laughs> or whatever, but um, but it is that kind of case where if you want to play and do well in any sport, you have to give your all. You don't come dancing off the pitch thinking, oh, that's great, I can go again.
0: Uh, you know, the uh, UN United player, uh, Paul Skol. Oh, uh, yes, Paul Skol. yeah. He was he was given 110% every game, even when they are were practicing. So he's still alive, right?
1: Well, this is it. You're not going to die by running faster
0: or harder. Yeah, right? but it's, so it's not so about
2: so. dying. It's just, just like giving you all into sport. Yeah, guys,
0: I'm getting a picture from my uh, uh, creative producer from, uh, <laughs> of the film festival. We put together a bridge of arts in the Rostov in the south of Russia. Oh, is it? Got, I hope it's even the summer in Rostov. It's summer, yeah. It's always summer there. Uh, well, I Rostov
1: is always summer. Manchester United fans said that as well. Listen, we're <laughs> going to go into a break now in just one moment. Uh, we're oh, going yes. to play out with a song that I think no, I know. I know Alec will remember from from uh, his time in the in the states, and you'll know from me from tennis and courts. Uh, always you have this song that kind of lifts up the fans or when they're about to announce the team, like the, the lineup and so on. And this is one that goes all around the world. They have it in Lokomotiv, they have it in Spartak. Uh, and this is now dedicated to Dennis Vodov, who got us, Alec, here tonight. So uh, this is Van Halen and Jump.
0: Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Capital Sports
1: with Alan Moore. Uh Ollie, we are back for the last segment of Capital Sports Tonight. We still have uh, Alec Taktarov here with us in this studio. So we're still some questions. Uh, Alec, question came in. Uh, I will ask you, and this is one that I think will probably We'll laugh a little bit about it as well, because I want to ask you first, before we ask this question from a listener. um, Okay, Gary Goodrich. So 20 years ago this uh, October, you had a really... I mean, I watched it today. It was a horrific knockout loss to him. Now, at the time you said uh, that you believed that his strength at the time was down to steroids, because after or use of steroids, which in boxing in America at the time was so widespread with Tommy Morrison and Evander Holyfield, you still hold that belief that it was down to steroids, that he was that
0: strong? It's not a belief, he's a sick man right now, and uh, he's completely destroy himself. And It's great he's still alive, he still can think to write something, but uh, and, I mean, it's sad. Uh, although, uh, I made a mistake of uh, taking this fight uh, without the rest. When I was at, in Rome and I was looking at uh, Audi guide uh, about the gladiators, mm-hmm. they would fight one time per six months, and I had a successful fight a uh, week prior to the fight. I beat a guy named Sean Olivers uh, who was a uh, Abu Dhabi champion. After uh, after that, several times, and I came out. Uh, and then, um, I, after being uh, raped by Brazilian girls uh, <laughs> for a whole week, I'm flying to Japan and taking a fight against the guy who's getting ready for me. I mean, it was disrespect, disrespectful, in my opinion. I mean, I I, I regret. Being uh, be, uh, being a, disrespect, a disrespectful—that's what I would call. Because uh, at that time I thought no one can possibly uh, beat me. If uh, it's I al- always believed in a in a strong mind. If I have a strong enough will, uh, I can win any fight. That was my belief. But you know sometimes people have a lucky punch, lucky kick, and uh, sometimes you just don't don't react on their punch or their kick. Uh, it happens. It's, I mean,
1: it, that it, happened with Conor McGregor, of course, when he when he won his world title. he like It was just like this kick out of nowhere that knocked the guy out straight away. So, I mean, I saw it the same with um, Crow Cup with uh, Mirko
0: Filipovic, when he got caught cold with a kick.
1: So, when you're
0: emotionally exhausted before, uh, it usually happens. You just, uh, you see the punch, you see the kick, you see, you see it's coming, but you're kind of too slow to react on it. and It's like, in your brain, okay, I'm going to get... Uh, I'm going to get hit. Yeah, okay. over, yeah.
2: But can tell you tell the reason why you're coming back all
0: the time? Uh, no, after I. Uh, such a, like after such. I didn't come back for a long time. I uh, after after f- for me it was a, a great call. Uh, Aolik, stop it! You're not excited about fighting. It's not your passion anymore. You got the top. You got the top, and you can't go above it. It's like it's been t- like, but like for example now. It's been 22 years since I became Ultimate Fighting Champion. But I'm still in top ten. My my uh, final fight was uh, was amazing. Just uh, was the best opponent. Was the best uh, best everything. Best best ending. Best uh, best timing. Best 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 best. Rocky like a r- a r- in a, in a, in a life in life. I mean, your opponent heavier than you are, forty five pound. Uh, 45, 45, 45, 45, 45 20, kilograms 20. actually, it was 80 kilograms. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. and uh um, you're in a high altitude, you were both passed out. It was just a whole uh, scenario is great. You can't repeat this. I mean, you can make more money, but you can't make a fight more exciting than this. I mean, you should say, okay, this is a great ending. This is a dot, done. Next, you should step to do another thing, uh, You're acting. And I was not pursuing acting. I was not studying as the way I should. So after that loss, I was like, okay, Oleg, it was a great call, and uh, I was studying acting for two and a half years, seven days a week, and uh, sometimes several times a day with different partners, and then I, uh, when I got the job, I mean, a real big job, with, in the movie 15 Minutes with Robert De Niro, I scored because I was ready. I had a, a figure of speech. I mean, I had a break more than six yeah. months, so I was very excited. I was, I was, I was hungry for it.
1: But, I mean, the the one thing, okay, that uh, you did ultimately in your career, you went out on uh, winning. Most. But then, th- then I
0: came back. I mean, then I came back, and I have, uh, I ended my career with three matches. Uh, Win. With yeah, three, I, wins. wins. Did you enjoy and it, it? was, uh, you know, no, he didn't enjoy it. It was too easy. It was uh, too predictable. Uh, I see some drunk fans, and um, it was. I, I didn't feel I was excited. I mean, I got more money, uh, about four times more money than for like the best fight, money-wise. For beating Abbott, like yeah, yeah, you got more money. So I got I got tons of money, and I was not enjoying it.
1: But this is this is this is what well, we spoke with this before. This what I gave up boxing when I got up before I won a quarterfinal fight and went. I don't want to box anymore. I don't enjoy it. There's not there's no fun. So, but I mean. Why do fighters, I mean, because now Gary Goodridge is in a pretty bad place. He's got the CTE, um, like, you know, a, a brain disease from concussion and hits and and, and what have you. But, um, you know, why do so many fighters keep going on?
0: Uh, sometimes, most of the time, it's because they have no way to go. They have nothing else to do? Nothing else, yeah. It's the only way they can make money and uh, sometimes it's very sad. and uh, my reason why I would take the fights uh, back-to-back was the first time because my friend was caught at the Mexican border. It's a funny story, actually, but, <laughs> you know, I, I had to raise money for a lawyer. I got to raise money for a lawyer to to release the car of another friend to, because it, it was a hell. Then the second fight, I, I had to take fight back-to-back because I had my baby was born, and I really didn't expect to bill at the, the hospital. It was young believer was over
1: the roof like, so. So, but, but that was that's kind of a bit like a Les Miserables you're basically like mm-hmm. fighting to put money on the table to put food on the table
0: well yeah I mean especially when you change your career so quickly yeah, I was a, I was a businessman and I was a wealthy businessman I would probably say I was the youngest and wealthiest and most successful businessman in my state and uh, I was bored with this I mean one year I had uh, no troubles and I guess what that, was, that caused me uh, just Buying a ticket and uh, getting a visit to United States and
2: and got some troubles. <laughs>
0: I got new trouble yet.
1: So listen, but uh, it was fun. We we have a, a question in to ask about mate. Your
0: yerbe? yerbe, mate. I yerbe mate. It's, is is he Croatian? It's uh, Argentinian. Argentinian. Paradvai, I mean, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's Argentinian drink, but
1: ah, uh, mm, ah, okay. It's a drink. I thought it was like you either your mate or there is that Croatian name mate. So tell us about mate yerbe. No drink.
0: Your mate is the best drink for for human being ever been created <laughs> by, by 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 universe. I mean, it has more than 200 minerals and vitamins. And uh, for example, I'm gonna have a football game after the show, so this show, and I'm, really? I'm gonna have little mate, and um, we're gonna win the game for sure. But this is not doping, though. No, it's not. I mean, okay. I mean, <laughs> Just coffee, be co- coffee is bad for. I mean, uh, Che Guevara was drinking mate before. Uh, or, or uh, uh, Maradona was the, was drinking mate before he started using. He coke. was taking oh, <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. I'm just worried. kidding. <laughs> <I, laughs> anyway, it's uh, Einstein, Einstein, and uh, Maradona, uh, Che Guevara, Messi, uh, Aguero, They all drinking mate if you can see it. So really? It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, you can buy it in health store uh, stores in, in United States, but it's too expensive over here. Okay. Here's here's much cheaper. But here I I met the guy. Who's uh, selling uh, a Rolls Royce among, among mate? So, uh, mate
2: dealer. <laughs> mate dealer, yeah, they, yeah, yeah.
0: Like for example, I, I do not enjoy coffees because I had the best coffee in Costa Rica. Think about um, I was um, I waking up, I run for an hour, then I did the yoga. Yoga is the worst thing for men. I almost died. I almost passed out. But for, for women, it's yeah. the same. Then I was hiking for another 30 minutes up to the mountain. Then I had my first coffee, and I had the best coffee in my life. Were you preparing for and, triathlon? And think about it. Yeah, uh, I, I nobody slept that day. <laughs> I call Russia, I call all over the place. I mean, everybody started working like crazy. Probably Feder, my uh, producer, (laughs) uh, creative producer, remember that day. I said, fuck, what's going on? (laughs) Why are you sleeping? Why are we not working? I mean, we got to create the best festival in the world. That's Costa Rican coffee. Yeah, that's Costa Rican coffee. And then I I couldn't replace it with anything. Uh, With the tea, same story. I mean, when the body is pure, Silver needles, and one time I had a great uh, tea in Japan, in Okinawa, and it was prepared by was a it man. Matcha tea, was it? Well, I don't know, it was some kind of tea. Green just, tea just, the or... most exp- just the most expensive tea I got in the <laughs> store, that's all. And I got the tea tsegun, so I couldn't, I couldn't repeat, I couldn't find anything, any substitution for it. And uh, with the mate, I had the mate, good mate, but I never had the best mate what I have in Russia. Maybe that's the reason why I'm still in Russia, <laughs> and it's been what, since since April. And uh, I've done uh, two big movies. I mean, first of all, is the most expected movie of the year, Then of Thieves, directed my, fr- I mean, Butler, uh, the, the Scottish, oh, Jerry, uh, Jerry, Scottish uh, yeah. guy there, yeah. uh, the, the, the 50 cents, we did the third movie with him. To, to no and, way. And, yeah. And uh, some other dudes, but... Uh, uh, it's most expected movie of the year. Plus, one movie was kind of nice with my friend, Jenny Tanaeva it's produced and uh, she was starring in it. Sort of like Cinderella story. Oh, nice. We'll, we'll see how it's going to go. See you soon. Kind of football movie in a way. Okay, a lot, a lot because I'm a husband and she dumped me uh. because <laughs> if I hit her and I did the right thing, I mean, she because I said, no, no, don't ever touch my face. You oh, said, whoa. I said, and she did because she, she saw me with some another girl. Of course, she was a Businesswoman, according to me, anyways, doesn't matter. I mean, she she dumped me and uh, she fell in love with some stupid, silly soccer player. Well, and the <laughs> soccer player <laughs> took a job in Zenith. And oh. Um, <laughs> oh, I know, I've
1: seen the advert, for, I saw the trailer for yeah, this see movie. you soon, yeah. And it's like, Spartak, oh, it looks terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Well, I'm I was you know, honest. I, okay. I, no, listen,
1: I look, I, I. The, the I did my job well. Uh-huh. Trust the me. Thing, I, Trust I, me. Now I'm gonna. I actually will watch it just because you're in it. Because football movies ended for me in 1979. It would have been. There's a movie called Escape to Victory, starring Pele, um, Oz, as Ardiles, um, Sylvester Stallone. They're all, this is a movie where these guys in a prison of war camp. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, remember? Remember. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and Sylvester Stallone had the best pence ever. Yes. It was like a nice pence. I mean, you're in the prison and the pence, and, <laughs> and I, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yes.
2: it's always like this, come yeah. on. Yeah. And, the, you, and he saved the, the penalty.
1: And basically, they played a German team, and they were 4-0 down after mm. 30 minutes. But I won't ruin the, reverse of the movie. But it's a brilliant movie. It's one. Of, it's, I I remember because I went. No, to The movie was that. great, it but was, the
0: pants <laughs> were horrible because they they're too good, too perfect for a prison guy. So listen, you've, you've, concentration camp. you've met Stallone. Yeah, of course. We did uh, uh, celebrated two, uh, just uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas together. Is. Yeah.
1: And how is he as a person? Because I mean, I as a like I obviously grew up watching him as Rocky, and then in. Um, he's in, a very
0: determined person. I mean, he's very like self, uh, self. I mean, very, very reserved. You don't really, really know who he is. I mean, he's, he has a good sense of humor, and uh, I, I would probably say a lot of things because I, 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 I can. As an actor, I can see some small things people don't see those things, and mm-hmm. I. But I don't want to really describe because this guy has the balls. I mean, he can like when he's, down, he can get up. Uh, I have no idea how he does it, but he just. He's just so focused to to be uh, back in. Uh...
1: Well, I mean, his, oh. the the movie, sorry, the 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 movie uh, Expendables that he did with all the like these like uh, like you know, Schwarzenegger and so on. Right, silly
0: movie, I, like, but a, it's brilliant my, though. It's brilliant, yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be there. Like I wouldn't be. I I don't. I would not want to. But it's it's brilliant. I mean, people love it. I don't know. It
1: looks like so much fun that from the making. Yeah. It, because even um, what you call uh, uh, Chuck Norris comes into it. I mean, that was the best intro to a movie. Right,
0: right, right. And uh, because it's it's a self it's a
1: comedy basically. Yeah. It is. And, I mean, irony. I, yeah. I respect it. So. Oh, you should. It's it's very very funny. And they basically make fun of everything. There's one where um, uh, Schwarzenegger is standing beside or sitting beside uh, Bruce Willis, and Schwarzenegger turns around and says, "I'll be back," and then Bruce Willis says, "No, you wait." I'll be back. And, you know, it's just these, they're making fun of themselves, but
0: it looked for Making fun of themselves, that's the key, yeah. I mean, okay, Catherine, you have a question. Yeah, from I had a a, question a,
2: a like, back to your personality, sorry, <laughs> not about Stallone. Because <laughs> you, um, you tried so many directions in life, like, you've been an actor, producer, editor, even, like, fighter. What do you prefer for yourself? Like, what is better for yourself? What's, what's your preference out of all these
0: different roles in life. Uh, and, okay, except father and husband. I know, I know exactly what I want to do. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, like be universal kind of priest. <laughs> so that's what you enjoy. In what way? In what way? In the best way.
2: <laughs>
0: Just
1: Best for universe. Oh, very modest. Well, okay. No, because <laughs> I, I, I saw an interview and I've read uh, some some well, i or read some interviews with you that you have uh, sort of like The idea that three things, hard work, talent, and look. correct? Yes. And I I, I completely agree with are There there are more more things, but there are major ones. There's three major things that will actually make or break your career. And I mean, you have been able to, you know, one thing I I thought I really respected was that it was that you're like, you're happy, you're kind of glad you weren't mega, like you're famous as you are now when you were younger, because now you can handle it, you can enjoy it. Compared to say, if you were twenty and this famous throne. Actually. No,
0: I really enjoy that I'm slowly going up in the mountain, because it's really—it's actually a Stallone's uh, sentence. It's, it's uh, all my life. It was uh, how not to fall quickly, how not to roll down quickly from this top when I, which I reached when I was uh, playing rocket That was the top, and that's it. Nothing. You you got to change the job after.
1: Uh, but what what can you do I mean he wins he wins an academy Award for a screenplay that he wrote for a movie that he pushed that he starred in it is the best box movie of all time for me
0: you know it just has everything but irony but one of my, my, my 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 favorite of his movies is uh, is a uh, Rambo number one the, the first blood.
1: very very good movie very uh, good.
0: it's it was the best seller it was not written by Stallone <laughs> no no <laughs> Obviously, but uh, it was great. And the best performance, best everything. Just a simple guy. uh, Simple guy, just... Just a man, normal man, but in in certain circumstances, other men give up, and this man... Becomes stronger than anybody else, and uh, he can survive. I mean, that's that's what I love. I mean, but myself, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you are Rambo. You're the Russian Rambo.
0: I, I, I will always watch the movie before going for something important in life. Like for example, a few years ago, going to Africa, I watched that movie. I knew something was going to happen to us, and uh, it was nice. It was three weeks in Namibia, no food, no water. Oh, yeah. Quite an adventure. Yeah, because uh, we had the English uh, financer. Oh so my god! <laughs> the, the Cartels bombed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember somewhere. some funny, so you stories? Need, you need it funny stories? It was funny stories. It was a lot, a oh. lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Listen, we're going to we're going to have to go out for this evening because uh, we, we have to say that. Uh, so, to, winning that two thousand ruble voucher to Katie's uh, courtesy of uh, Capital FM and Katie O'Shea's is Sasha. So, Sasha, that's on the way to you. Um, Alec, we're going to have to take a bye, But tonight, your boys, the Gunners are playing the Hammers. Who's going to win? Arsenal or West Ham?
0: Well, of course, Arsenal. <laughs> well, that was what a question! question. Why? Okay. It's going to be four zero or five 0 I mean, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So listen us just don't, you don't have to share. I mean, you just. You, they're just gonna win. It's, it's obvious.
1: <laughs> okay. Not even three um, zero. It's gonna four four be zero. Four, four you, or five zero. This you should is, have
2: when this you're This is a Barry. Fighter. Yeah, this is
1: Barry Sheridan type <laughs> of like conference exactly. uh, Andrew McLean. Yeah. Alex Tatarf. Thank you so much for thank being with us so this evening. Thank, thank, you. thank you guys. It's been brilliant. You, Katarina. Thank you again for a wonderful you, show. Thank you, Alan and Ollie. Ollie.
2: Thank you very Lubert. much. <laughs> so
1: we have our final show. Our final song playing out tonight, which is kind of. It's something that, uh, as Alex said, about being a, a global priest, a universal priest. This is one played at the end of games. This is going to lift your night. You're going to have, you're going to feel great after this song. It's by the Electric Light Orchestra, ELO, and it is called "All Over the World."
0: Capital Sports with Alan Moore.